Gabin Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. want and we don't care gavin girl time gavin girl time gavin girl time hello hey hey i'm excited today you want to know why because i know why why don't you tell everyone why you're so excited i'm excited today because we have a young 21 freshly you know, shorn off the sheep. Yes. Woke feminist with us today. Woo! I am woman, hear me roar. Who just happens to be my daughter? Numbers too big to ignore. <laughs> and when my daughter is listening, it was an impromptu thing. That's the only reason that you're not here. You can, you, you, we've totally got you on the schedule. No worries. I didn't no even worries. know that. I'm yes. so sorry. Hello. <laughs> You're gonna get. I just, I'm just putting that disclaimer out there because I can already see the smoke and flames coming out of her ears. But you, you actually are for a better show, my love. So, a different show. So this is Feminism Two. Yes. Uh, Tampax Boogaloo. Tampax Boogaloo. <laughs> Should I go or get the maybe, wig? Maybe we shouldn't say a name. We... Should I go get the wig? <laughs> Should I wear the wig of power? <laughs> The menstrual power. You know, hey, I love this because I have been looking for my sidekick. Like, I am big into superheroes and I want my own superhero duo and I want to be menopausal woman with menstrual girl. Well, will you be there for me? I could do that. (laughs) You... If anybody's listening, I have an eight-day period, so... Is it... Why can't she talk about it? I it's mean, a natural. I, I periods are gross right now for me because I'm going through perimenopause, right. which means I could bleed at any given moment, you know, of the day, I whenever. Done, done. Well, good. But for I started you. at nine, so oh give that gosh. to me. Oh. Give that to me a little bit. Jeez. Yeah, nothing was banned back in the day. Uh, pads. You had pads. Yeah. Basically, you had many two by fours okay. <laughs> that you'd have to wear that you could see like you'd literally see the brick outline in your underwear or jeans they were so dang thick it was gross it was so bad what about the cardboard so they've come a long way cardboard tampons yeah because we care that because we cared about the plastic we cared about the environment I know, I know. I know that's hard to believe like that's crazy because we're you know we're or you could just do the know, OB ones. The OB ones that where you just zero, stick your just finger up there and then paper. wash your hands. I yeah. mean, I like those. you know, you got to wash your hands unless anyway. Unless you don't have a WAP. A WAP. <laughs> that makes it harder. <laughs> I love that fucking song. I don't care what anybody says. Whores in this house. There's a whore in this house. Right? I can watch your daughter. What I love is this is like Fifty Shades of Red over here. She's oh, blushing. Or her. She's, she oh, is so she embarrassed knows. to even be anywhere around she you. She knows. <laughs> but I wanted to. Yes, this is so impromptu. But we were talking in the car on the way over here. And I was like, you know what? We're old. 
You know, yeah. I want some fresh young mind to tell me what she thinks is going on in this crazy ass world today. Yeah. So she's perfect to talk about feminism. Neo-feminism. What is great about it is because I was raised by one of the first generation wow movement people. And then there's Maude. Yes. My mom was definitely like Maude. Oh, yes. You know, remember Maude? Uh, Well, she is very, you might have seen the things. um, Dorothy on Golden Girls was Maude. She was, yes. And what's great is... uh, There was a series back in the day to enlighten people about things that we still are having trouble with. This is this is one of the things that some of us older generations. One thing what we'd like to know from you, what can we do different to stop banging our head against the wall? Because my mom was a bra burner women. Norma Ray, we are going to get. Do you you know know who Norma Ray is? Equal pay. See, she started a. Uh, union it's with been so long with a company that she worked with that wasn't paying females fairly or okay. giving them the, was it the stream so or the well Sally Fields you're gonna we're gonna give you a whole list of movies you gotta okay. watch from the 70s okay before you can judge us today <laughs> this is the problem I have with the youth is that oh you, is that they don't look at is, history? I don't they, watch movies though. They don't. They don't understand the people who have come before them mm-hmm. that have literally given you the platform that you have yes. today. And it, young people, in our old lady opinion, and this is through the dawn of time. The problem with leadership is that. We bulldoze other people's good ideas. That doesn't mean they have to stay set in stone forever. But there are people that paved the way against racism and for feminism. And then, like generations love to do, whatever this generation did, we've got to do the polar opposite because it sucked. Yeah. So yeah, there were a lot of there were a lot of feminists who. It, when my mom's generation, not so much for her because she was literally raised in a household that didn't have a father, which was almost unheard of back in those days. Uh, she was a bastard child. Uh, birth con- her birth certificate was literally stamped with a bright red illegitimate on it. That's what they did back in the day. So you were already branded at birth. So we've come a long mm. way with things like that. You know, now it's nothing. You see, you're a single mom. Oh, well, no big deal. Nobody blinks an eye. Back in the older days, you already start out at a deficit. But so, isn't it so much better now, though, that you aren't judged for that anymore? I, I think as long as we realize that what you all had to go through and like the pain and suffering or even if it wasn't pain and suffering, but just like the I guess the trials you all had to go through. I feel like as long as we realize what we have because of you guys we should be fine it's where when us our generation is not thankful and we are just think we invented we angst own, yes <laughs> that, <laughs> you, that you that you invented the you know the mindset that I guess we all do you're right for an example <laughs> if you want an example i guess i shop vintage shops only or thrift stores only and I only wear used clothing. I, I like it. It tells a story. I feel like I know the history behind it. I know if I get a really old piece and it's handmade, somebody sewed that for me and I'm really thankful for it. 
So I feel like if we just change the mindset of people, which is really hard, I know that, hopefully it'll trickle down, but you never know. Well, well, you're not going to be able to change I know, I know. people's minds because to me that is more of a biological issue. It, it does depend on where you were like grew up to like environments. I'm talking I guess in America. In America you're supposed to have the same opportunity. So I'm going to pretend like we do have the same opportunity and just go from there. <laughs> <laughs> is that the is that the wrong thing to do? They pretend. We're going to pretend that we have the yeah, that same bothers oppor- me opportunity. because you have more opportunity than most people in this world yeah. do yeah. Uh, as far as choices. And that's the other thing. I don't know who sold you that. Who sold you that particular lie? Why do you think that? Uh, what What are you asking? Why do I think we all have the same opportunity? Why do or? you think that you don't have the same opportunity? Why do you feel that I have more of an opportunity oh, than you I see do? what you're asking. How have we dropped the ball and failed your generation? in the things that what did we do that we failed you and why do you feel hopeless why do you feel that you don't have the opportunity that was the question why do you feel you don't have the same opportunities guess i don't necessarily feel hopeless i feel very grateful like i said before i'm a white woman living in america um i got into the college i wanted to get to i got the scholarships i wanted to get to with hard work of course but I also ding, had ding. people. <laughs> you just answered a lot of it right there, but go right ahead. <laughs> I had people provide for me, thankfully, even though my parents were divorced. I had my parents stick by me, even though they hated each other. I'm a well, special. Well, hey, you got to say that on the podcast. <laughs> I'm a special case. <laughs> I know that. Not, ev- not everyone has the same opportunities because everything is different for everyone else. Everyone has a different story. Everyone, everyone, even in your own family. Well, why do all the kids, why are there so many kids who have grown up with everything, not abused or whatever, who still squander their opportunities? I think it also still has to do with the parents as well because it's it's nature and nurture too, I guess. It also depends where you grew up, it's so many aspects. But say, if you're never told no, if you're not disciplined and you're given everything, well, why would you, why would you stop? If you can ask for more, you can always have more. If you can get away with this, if you can get away with that, why would you stop? I think she just described our current uh, administration. <laughs> That's <laughs> you how know, if you're, all yeah, been. Yeah, if you're... If, if you aren't held accountable, why would you stop? So I feel like our generation, like the Gen Xers, haven't really paid attention to us. And like mom had said, given us the internet, whereas you guys had TV, we have the internet, which is so much, you can look up anything, anything, like... We have been exposed to so much that you guys don't even know about, which is crazy. I could tell you but all you, the things I've seen. You can you can look up everything, you but can. how much of that is... You can look up is, gore, you can look up sex, you can look up people's heads chopping off. Well, it's crazy. Well, you could do that before. We had these true, places true. that you would go. Yeah. They were called libraries. Yeah. And you could go... I know, it's so weird. But they had, like, all of these hardback Mm -hmm. things with pages and words on them and you could go check them out yeah Yeah. and then there was also a salesperson that would come by and they would sell you this thing i don't know what was it again oh an encyclopedia (laughs) and you know you would have one of those uh set usually of 26 or some bonus sometimes that might have world maps and cool stuff like that in my house, sometimes I'd be punished by having to read sections of the encyclopedia 
encyclopedia. Sometimes I just read the encyclopedia because I love to read. I was very lucky because being poor, my mom fostered a love of reading in us because it didn't cost a lot. Mm -hmm. It was free to go to the library. It was public. Same thing for all the public. And so you could go and check out books and read these books. And sometimes you could do contests with competitions, whatever. However, with we, this is about feminism that we're talking about. No, it doesn't matter because we're excited to have you here. Bitch, please stop saying you're sorry. I know. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, that's our safe word. So when you, I'm going to just do a swear jar. I mean, I'm sorry jar, like a swear jar. We're going on vacation. Let's have her on every week. We're going to the beach because <laughs> Gail and I do not apologize. Not anymore. I have shit. become unapologetic. However, there are some people that will argue that because of feminism, because of the uh, elevation, I am woman, hear me roar, and the you need to work, you know, working outside the home, we need more things. I have something to add on to that when you're done. Okay. Well, from my generation, one of the things that is interesting because we get blamed a lot for the consumerism, which I graduated high school in 1983 in the very much uh, yuppie. Everything was young, upwardly mobile. That's when makeup came out like really big. Right? We need to have every makeup's been around like for like a makeup, long time. You know, where you could get the little cheap because malls were a big thing in the 80s and 90s. Well, I, it became a lot easier to get. Yeah, but Avon, Mary Kay, you had door to door makeup yeah, salesmen. Yeah, We've, you know, it's been important for us to look good for the men for a long time Mm -hmm. um so because of wanting more things and having more things one of the detriments that i think from my generation is the fact that you would get out of school or high school i mean you get out of high school and then college and you wanted to have or you were told you should have everything that your parents had at that time Mm -hmm. like i needed to start my new marriage with a house and a car and this and that and our parents didn't start that way all right they didn't always start with you you get married and you get a brand new house and all that they had to work save up save to get the down payment to get this and that but in the 80s that we became very materialistic with a lot of things because our parents wanted more for us. They wanted you to not work as hard that they had to work for things. So in in the vein of trying to get you to have better than they had, we ended up creating monsters. So now you come out of school and also we started telling you that trades weren't valuable anymore yeah, and that you needed to go are. to college trades are valuable you needed to be a um you needed to go to college and pay this much money for a piece of paper with zero experience and give you the illusion that some businessman who's or woman yeah some business maybe <laughs> needs to hire you at what this much money because you paid this much for your education and you're not worth the paper that it's printed if you on. don't put the work in you're not worth it so what makes if you <laughs> nobody's gonna pay you $25 to work if you're not going to put in the work for $25. So it's just that just boils down to it. If you're not going to work for it, nobody's going to give it to you for free. Now, if you do work for it, if you do work hard and you are, you deserve it, I think in a way, I mean, you'd have to set the requirements for what you deserve and stuff, then yes, it, you shouldn't be, you should receive that money. As far as like two ha- income households, 
now women are working full time, becoming, you know, women started in the 80s business when, you know, women were going into man type fields that normally they dominated and they were starting to dominate and women were choosing not to have families. You know, the status Mm -hmm. quo was being challenged. Your generation wanting it or your parents' generation wanting it to make it easier for your generation, which I think if you can do that, like, why not? That's cool. Make it easier for someone else. But you there's always a but (laughs) you have to make sure that that generation realizes it, because if you don't, then they're just going to take it for granted and then they're going to grow up. And what if they're, like, useless? What if they don't have their parents anymore? And then they're just, they don't have those skills to work on their own and to make things easier. I would say that's probably one thing that I I have not done. Now, I have, I'm, as a mother, my mother was such a helicopter parent all over me mm-hmm. that, I am the total opposite with my kids, almost to the point where they think I they think I don't care about them, <laughs> which is completely not true. Right. That I look at it as I'm giving them the freedom. Yes, I'm giving them tools. I do appreciate that. But I'm also giving them the freedom to make their own mistakes, to learn from their own mistakes and to bounce back from it. I don't think enough parents do that these days. And it could be from millions and millions of years that this has been going on that you know yeah our parents want us to be better than them but do they really or do do they self-sabotage there are some that don't there are some some parents like for instance my natural father did not want my brother to do better than he did just because it would there 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 is literally a mindset that there are families in a Mm -hmm. mindset so what you think you're too good for your raisin? Mm, yeah. You, you think you're uppity now? You oh, want to do better? I mean, that's sad, but that's more of a mental mm-hmm. issue and dynamic. But there's a lot of people that aren't abused or whatever, but mm-hmm. they're told if you do any better than where you are right now, you just think you're too good for the family. Reassurance right is key, okay? Because people, I need reassurance. People forget things, too. You always want to reassure things. It's all about being um, reassured. I need to be reassured. So, oh, my gosh. Like, I could do that in my profession doing hair, where I've done hair for years and years and years. And because I have clientele that comes to me for years and years, sometimes it's hard to raise your prices or whatever for that. Should I be resentful that somebody right out of beauty school charges $10 more than I do for a haircut? I mean, that's my own fault for not raising my price. But should I keep them down because I have more experience? I guess if you're willing to lose your customers, but if you like outweigh... Yeah, it is. It's you're going to fill the customer because yeah. I have the talent. But yeah. like, that's what I'm saying. It would be dumb for me yeah. to be resentful that mm-hmm. these people are making the money that they want and need to make for um, because inflation you and everything. <laughs> because I could. You have not because you ask not. Yeah. And a lot yes. of times that's the problem. I have something to say too about that. I feel like women in jobs don't ask for raises enough. Guys, go out there and ask for a raise if you haven't. You need to ask one at least twice a year. So, And I have a motto, and it's been my motto for years, and it could just be the lifestyle I'm in, I know, but my motto has always been, it's better to beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. <laughs> I'm the worst with that. <laughs> We're not even... <laughs> That's a whole nother show. Because <laughs> I get in trouble. So ask what's the Definitely. worst they're gonna say you're is just no. gonna say no and no. then then ask for a reason why 
Yes. Because honestly, just because you ask for a raise doesn't always mean you deserve it. So if they do have a reason why, then just fix that reason and improve it and move on and then you'll get the raise. Or start looking for another place that will value you. Because there are businesses that value you. Once you start to realize that the business is nothing without you, you're in control. <laughs> Correct. And again, when you back to feminism, though, I'm going to try to not be uh, crazy. As devil's advocate here, yeah. there are some people who mm-hmm. believe that the issue that we have as far as discipline, mm-hmm. teaching you how to be self-sufficient, things like that, are directly related to the fact that women who for whatever reason in our society are the nurturers mm-hmm. and usually the ones who help guide the children, helicopter the parent. I think it has to do with, honestly, scientifically, like in our genes and our DNA where we are more nurturing. Like, you know how we like things and to collect things? That's a woman thing. We like to keep things and we like to, that's why I like thrifting so much. We just like things. That's why girls like shopping so much. We like to nurture things and have things. And I hope I can find a study and keep that in a link because I feel like I've read that before where girls are just more likely to be nurturing because it's just rewritten in our genes and DNA and stuff. Go on, I think that it comes, even if you take all the materialism out of it, comes from the fact that for the first part of life, we're literally the food source. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, granted, we've come a long way where we can formulate another food source. Mm -hmm. And back in the day, wet nurses, you know, you would have a group of women, just like Mm -hmm. if you get with you know that you guys are all in sync with your menstrual cycles or somewhere close to. <laughs> not anymore. Gosh, she's freaking. Well, she's, she's nuts now. <laughs> yeah, she is. But normally you guys knew somebody was going to have some type of feminine product for you yes. to use in your house. Mm-hmm. And boy, howdy, was the might all going to flow and the heating pads and whatever. And there better be some chocolate or somebody's getting stabbed today. You know what you talked about? It um, it reminds me of Blue Lagoon. You remember Blue Lagoon? That movie yes, is so creepy. But not like every single... It the is new kinda. one or the old one? Well, I, I didn't saw see the new like one. Eight, so okay. yeah, it's pretty creepy to me. Watch Blue Lagoon. It's really good. <laughs> the Brooke Shields one. Yes, not that new one. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Christopher Atkins. Yes. Yes. He was so cute. (laughs) But remember when she had the baby that she she had no idea that she was going to have because they had been shipwrecked on an island since they were like six or something, six or seven, something crazy like that. Mm -hmm. Of course, they find out biologically they have sex. She has this baby. Mm -hmm. I, I remember the one scene. The baby is screaming, crying, and they, they don't know what to do. They're, they're like trying to feed it banana, mango. They're trying to do everything. And they're both just completely clueless because yeah, nobody has know. taught them anything. So she picks the baby up. The baby automatically oh. finds her breast and starts suckling. Well, her breast she, probably started to leak. And hurt, too. Right. Well, yeah, yeah but the movie ain't going to show you that. But I'm just saying, like... What's wild is your yes. you will if yeah. you're breastfeeding the, and your baby on. cries. Not only do they get full and hurt, yeah. but they'll, they'll leak. leak. It's yeah. almost like going, "Hey, here I am, come yeah. and get it." Yeah, it's like <laughs> you know, dinner. Like when you yeah. biology. Animal what a wonderful, response. wonderful thing. Yes, um, they figure it out. Oh my, okay, the baby's calm. It's getting nourishment. It's everything. Then he starts to resent her because 
she's nurturing the baby and taking care of the baby and he's starting to get jealous Mm -hmm. from that fact that she's taking care of another person without her milk that baby's not going to be able to eat correct yes so when you saying that just it reminds me of that i kind of wanted to shift gears a little bit sure because we're getting in uh we're getting into time restraints but uh i want to talk about construct that the misogyny (laughs) that the patriarchy (laughs) is put on us time actually does not exist (laughs) i mean it does but it's more like space time it's not actual time We'll have our own podcast so, about that. <laughs> so um, I have not verified any of this. These are our opinions, and we say what we want. I am reading <laughs> from the internet, which take with a grain of salt, but they just had a whistleblower at one of these ICE detention camps in Georgia saying this woman, this nurse, she's worked there for three years. She's saying that they're forcefully giving women hysterectomies. Well, right off the bat, first, is that horrible? Don't answer yet. Okay. But how can I get in there? (laughs) Are you saying that your doctor would not give you a hysterectomy if you went and asked him? (laughs) Maybe now. Even though you're 189 years old and your vagina has the consistency of the Sahara Desert? Correct. Tumbleweeds. (laughs) Tumbleweeds. It's not a wop. It's not a wop. Not no, it's a dap. It's a desert ass pussy. It is dry. It is dry. It is the opposite of wet. So, it's like it squeaks when I walk, babe. It's, so I, I wanted bad. to get. Uh, you know you're absolutely right um it's horrifying if this is actually happening it's it's monstrous okay because it's against their will so and why are they being detained long enough to be sterilized or they'll go in and and you know they're heavily bleeding from a cyst or something and the doctor there's like uh never mind we're just gonna take it all out my question is are they giving them force? First of all, as an American woman, I would bring this to several people's attention, and we should storm the gates with torches and it's only freaking. Georgia. Well, we're, we're not that far wait, away. We should storm the gates with torches. This is not happening to Amer to American citizens, though, and that's where that's where you know that it gets a little correct. Muddy. But as American citizens, how many girls do I know that want a tubal or want all that crap yanked out, but they won't do it without your husband's permission? Well, or you're too young. You don't yeah. know what you want or need. Oh, I do want it. You know, for you, I know this is awful as a female, just knowing life and things that happen with your body. I, know, I, I don't know. think I don't want it because of you're done like 25 at 25 do it you know i mean you can get a tubal but don't yank out all your stuff because you're because i'm not yanking it all out i'll get get rid of your cervix and keep your ovaries unless you got like cystic ovaries or whatever my plan but we don't have to no i want to know your plan what is your plan your mom wants to know your plans for sure no i want i it's not that i want to know personally i want to know as for as as the voice right now for You're the our young next generation. generation. Me and my what boyfriend. What is your plan? My boyfriend brought this up. It wasn't me. 
So me and my boyfriend had been together for about three years now. I'm 21. It's not, we're not getting married anytime soon. We're not having kids anytime soon. I don't want that. He brought it up last night and he was like, you know, later in our careers, if we're well off, I want to get a vasectomy or you get your tubes tied. And he's more than willing to get a vasectomy now, honestly. And he's like, I'll do whatever you want. Do it. And I, if we ever have a kid, I want to adopt an older kid. I want to get to know them. I want a personality. I want to make sure that all their worries can go away and I can provide for them. And I thought that was really cool because I want the exact same thing. I don't personally care to put out my own genetics into the world. I feel like I think oh, it's thanks. cooler. I appreciate that. Um, I'm okay <laughs> with ending it. I have a big nose. Right? I am 5'10 with size 11 feet. Okay, I'm ending this. You are hilarious. That is awesome. So just remember that your sisters will probably have children now, and that will extend the the DNA. On an interesting note, just so that you guys know, my ex-husband had a vasectomy Mm -hmm. after my son was born. I originally wanted my tubes tied, but my yeah, I have two. 25 and 27. Did not know that. And my son... Oh, yeah, because the girl you said earlier, daughter. My son, uh, he, you know, he had some birth problems, but I wanted a tubal after mm-hmm. him. Uh, and they had a... I did a C-section and everything, but they didn't because his umbilical cord was wrapped twice around his neck Dang. and he had a really bad diagnosis. And he, so his prognosis was very iffy. And so they wouldn't give me one. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, even if the worst case happens that. and he passes, it's not like a dog. I'm not going to go out and get another. Like, yeah. that's not, I'm done. This is it for <laughs> yeah. me. Mm-hmm. You know, I've already done, in worst case scenario, each time I'm out. Mm-hmm. So my now ex-husband, their father was like, well, listen, I'll get a vasectomy. Mm-hmm. And I had to sign off on him getting the vasectomy like he wasn't able to just go in on his own and say i want a vasectomy and they said okay that is kind of unheard of because i this was in pensacola florida and it was in 95 so in 1995 he had a vasectomy probably rj was about two we two months old i wonder if they stopped that though because my dad got one after 1995 and he didn't have to have your signature did he it could no. be a different in states true it could be a true. different thing that yeah. the states um, man a sign off for either one right so like but i was just gonna i just wanted to put that out there yeah. that i had I to actually, that actually okay that it was okay yeah for my husband in case because we were married well, guess, so that he couldn't sneak around and if I wanted more children or whatever but I had to sign off on that I guess if you're going to ask though you're ask both but preferably I don't want you to ask me at all so I just want you to give me your body your choice <laughs> yes period so if you're gonna ask both of us if you're gonna ask women like are you sure ask men and now I'm gonna then, play devil's advocate okay, though no, no problem um do you agree with their reasoning of not to give you one so th- the reasoning would be you're 21 you really don't know what you want yet it, it's a form of gaslighting yes you really hold on you really no, don't know okay. what you want yet what if you want a baby when in your 30s or something are you gonna come back and sue me you ain't gonna come back and sue me a lot of it is legislation i do understand that i do understand that yeah Um, it's just like i said you have to just be a good person for doctors malpractice insurance is so ridiculous that it actually keeps people who would be excellent medical professionals from being doctors yes because of the litigious nature of everyone here so would that change your mind and you would kind of think about it and go 
maybe he's right. Maybe I would want a baby, you know, when I'm more, or would you be adamant? No, I have a plan. This is what I want to do. This is what I want. I guess it would honestly be, I would have to say both because you could let, you could let the doctor express their opinions about why I should or should not have it. And then, you know, weigh the options. You always want to weigh the options and the consequences. So I think it's always, I think that's okay to tell me, but if you know your decision and I tell you it and you, I guess, ignore it or you keep pressing me to do your decision, then that's where I draw the line, I guess. I don't think that doctors should, uh, I think that they should leave their their particular views at home. Yes. Um, and if you don't want to do it, if you don't want to do the uh, tubal, if you don't want to give an abortion, you need to give that off to, to another person that would do it. But don't. I agree with that. Don't, don't give me your excuses. Either you're going to do the procedure or you're not going to do the Part procedure. Part of the problem with that is that the original Hippocratic Oath actually says you won't give an abortion. The original Greek hypocrisy. Yeah, I took Latin. Hypocr- so, yeah. What? But the Hippocratic Oath. It, yeah. For that, which is interesting. Does it say, are you... It says the word abortion, mm-hmm. which, you know, I don't know. You can look up the original Hippocratic. I'm gonna. Book. However, <laughs> what? well, it also has you pledged to the gods and not like I God, mean, God. You could talk it about you, Hammurabi's code. It has you pledged to eye. like Apollyon or yeah. whatever. You're not Apollo, even pledged. Yeah. Or, yeah. To Apollo. Yeah. You're right. There are some people, though, we're going to rein it back into feminism. Like, feminism, I think all of us agree, because we're females, definitely our body, our choice, period. Nobody needs to tell us what to do with our body. However, I do think they should lay out facts. True. What hormones, yes. what um, difference that it would do for mm-hmm. you, because there are a lot of people who didn't have hormone therapy or who have yeah. had hormone therapy and then gotten cancers yeah. and things later. There are people who had to have hysterectomies and things like that at a young age who have aged exponentially because their body didn't work. They didn't oh. have the ovaries and things producing the hormones that they needed. Go I ahead. I actually have an experience, a real life experience. Um, my stepmother had a hysterectomy at, uh, how long ago was this? She was about 28, 29 because she had cancer, mm-hmm. stage four cancer, because she was taking a, it was birth control, I think. And I can't remember if it was the arm one or if it was the pill, but I definitely remember it was birth control. So it's hormones. Uh, she developed cancer from it and she had her uterus taken out. And because of this, she went through menopause and now she's like aging really fast in her pelvic area. Like her mm-hmm. hips are like grinding against each other mm-hmm. now. She's got her thyroids levels are down. And I think it's all because of the cancer and the hysterectomy. And so. the fact that your body isn't producing the hormones and degenerative disease. My mom passed at 61 oh. and all of the women in her family had cancer, early cervical cancer. But that's a whole nother thing and a whole nother deal. It's because of where they grew up. And and HPV was probably really rampant. Maybe so. Then. You don't know. Yeah. But, you know, we'll talk about that yeah. off because it's a whole nother thing. But um, there are a lot of people who believe that the issues that you guys have 
now with not being disciplined or because we've let so many people into our lives to tell us 10 kids were abused because their parents spanked them too much. So now no spanking whatsoever. And then they also believe that because of the need for more things to have more and to Mm -hmm. do more that the two income household has been detrimental because it has forced us to have other people raise our children. Now there is a lot of societies that have generational people raise their children for instance yeah that's different though i mean a generational you know that you're keeping it within the family and you know your family to a degree correct these people oh, that's what that, i'm saying like yeah. back in the day there are cultures like that but now we have people that don't have that and then also single mother homes to add on to that i think my generation is now the working force. We make up a lot of the working force now. So you can't really get rid of all of us anymore. So now these these people who haven't been disciplined and who are quite frankly dumb, stupid, and don't have any common sense whatsoever are now <laughs> in the workforce. And I think it's too late now. People I know my age are having babies, are getting married. I haven't even graduated college yet. I'm so confused. I think that's just life. I mean, they, true, I mean, yeah. true, yes. My mom got married life. at 15. I do understand that. But I guess if if you have all these things and you have all this knowledge and you realize what it can do to you having a young kid at an age, or if you're not prepared to go into the workforce, why wouldn't you utilize the tools you have to make yourself better? I don't understand well, that. Well, do you not, do you think that maybe because of the, uh, I'm not going to go there because I don't want to get political, but it's very easy now to get assistance. It wasn't always easy to get assistance. Uh, We didn't have all the laws and the money going everywhere that it was. And remember the, we've done a lot of shady things, even for businesses in America, but we were also the main workforce during our twenties and thirties and forties. All right. So why are you, why is this generation dumber? There has been a literal dumbing down of you guys, whether it's education, Mm -hmm. whether it is um, social media, whether it's the fact that you have so much information that you're overwhelmed. And my generation is not going to admit that. You have a lot of of things that do things for you. There are people who don't think they need basic math because they have calculators. Yes. There are people who don't need to learn to spell because we have spell check. I know. There are people who don't write in cursive anymore. I love cursive. They don't even teach cursive anymore. I know. Even though it helps with cognitive yes. skills and helps you with your fine motor yep. skills. I know. So there is, there, you're trading. It's too hard. But they're trading one for something else. Yeah. You know, our generation freaked out when the grandkids were coming over with core math that does make sense because we're like oh my gosh is weird still what that's trying to do is teach you critical thinking you know why because for the last 30 years they've taken critical thinking out of school yes they had it where you just uh repeated my children when they were younger it was cheaper it was less expensive for me to put them in a private christian school than it was to have them in daycare and my son who was four years old with cerebral palsy from being in a private christian school learned to write in cursive and was already reading small chapter books I mean, that's all you've literally he just was cracked four. It, honestly, my daughter, I'm going to tell you the drawback in that. 
My daughter in first grade, her penmanship looked literally like the example that you're given of how to make cursive letters. I can see drawbacks, though. She also could read chapter books, and we're talking a big chapter books, Mm -hmm. in first grade. The problem with this was they also memorized math, Mm -hmm. math facts, multiplication tables. I did, too. We did, like, mad minutes. It was all memorization. I could do so much in second grade. What bothered me is that they couldn't tell you how. Yeah. They could tell you that 5 plus 3 was 8, but they couldn't tell you how 5 plus 3 was 8. You know, they could tell you that 4 plus 4 was 8, but they couldn't tell you how you got that there they had just memorized it they didn't know that you could take three things and add five things and put them together i guess i didn't think of it like that because i just instinctually because you memorized it i still i'm i'm still because you memorized it right now but i instinctually is that what i do not know what common core math is is that what they promote common core math does things like it what i personally think it is i think it's a way to get this generation used to bureaucracy because the government is our schools now well maybe i'm not maybe i'm a little confused on what you just said right there she's i think okay hold on because common core math is when like they give you okay i have to do it because i am in college i'm a physics major so i technically have to do it in college so basically you're given a math problem and you're supposed to find the solution and go through your steps, but you're supposed to explain your steps and how you got them, and like go step by step. And also Common Core may have different ways to evaluate and calculate the math problem to show you how three things plus three things is six things. You can use these six things to, you know, multiply so you by could, this. So. so you have six things. So with Common Core, you might go, you and I would be like, how are you going to get six? We're going to go three plus three is six because that's the easiest way and it's a fact. But then there is also, it's not the only way. You can get two plus two plus two. So you can break that down. That is also six. You can also do four plus two. You have four things and two things. So you have all these ways to come to six. But when you're like doing a larger math problem, you look like, say, I don't, I'm not that great at math. So I don't want to do this and have people answer. Well, I am. That's why I'm having a really, really hard time understanding you with this. You would have to look up the core math problems and how they do it. But it isn't. She's confused. Okay. No, that's great. Because if you're taught, if you're taught how to add numbers, you're taught how to subtract but numbers, you're taught how to multiply numbers. Point is but they you, aren't taught that way. They're just taught to memorize that, oh, three plus three is six. It doesn't matter. Like, what if, if they're taught five plus two equals six? Then they'll just run with that. But that's, that's not wrong. correct. Correct. It's incorrect. But not only that, core I, math. I still don't thing, understand. Okay. It's like building a boat on the water for some people with core math. Look up a core math problem and see how they solve it, like where the whole thing is done. When you look at it, you'll go, oh, I see what they're doing. But yet at the same time, it's like, why are they doing it that way? Fine. Look up a core math problem. Is the thing, okay, so you say three and three and six. I say five and one is six. We're both right, but it's okay that we've come to. But see, but. We've come to the same conclusion. Except no, that's not okay. They would say no, even though the answer was right, they would tell one of us that we were wrong because we didn't do it in the formula that they wanted. So it usually starts out like a word problem and you have to create the equation. Okay. And so then 
usually then you'll have to explain why this happens and then you have to show through a different way of math so they have split it up through 21 plus 16 they split it up that way right they've done it in tens and ones yes yes so okay i mean i get it but i mean yes that you're taking extra steps I mean, Correct. Which are stupid people, to cor- get the same outcome. This is why people are upset. And that's upset. what you're saying that um, it's getting them used to bureaucracy because you bureaucracy. have to go through all okay. these everything steps in triplicate to yes. get to the same outcome. Yes, because the thing that is, makes, is okay. we have enough money. Yeah. And we I have know, had yes. enough money allotted. Mm-hmm. All right. One of the main problems that we have, and even that everybody has. First of all, I believe you should have the right to be able to make as much money as you want. I'm not capping Dolly Parton from any of her income. And by golly, she is altruistic and she is moral and she is caring. Yes, yeah, thank God. And she has given and she's yes. ethical and she has given back. There are a lot of people yes. who do that. They just don't let you know. Yes. All right. So you can't say everyone that's making money is evil and terrible because yeah. we don't know. They don't always tell us. There's a lot of people. Now, I'm not going no, into okay. that. Yeah, That's yeah. It's yes. wrong when they overreach and they're yes. greedy. Yes. This is why we've had fables since the mm-hmm. beginning of time. King Midas, people yeah. who have done terrible things. Now, though, as far as um, you should be able to go, there is enough money out there. Everyone to have things that they need, believe it or not. The problem is we've got this pile of resources mm-hmm. That nobody knows how to use. Yeah. They don't publicly tell you these are the 8,000 hoops you have to jump through. Oh. For instance, let's take disability. Scholarships. Too. Scholarships. There's grants. Yep. There's tons that of grants. I have no there's, idea about There's but. free money everywhere yes. that you can get. There's money we could get for this podcast. But we resources are completely useless if you don't know how to use them. That's the problem. But what they'd rather do is pit us against each other yes. and say, this is bad and this is bad. And the reason why is because the people that are in power right now are not good stewards of the money that they have do you feel that anyone up there whether it's aoc or who's been in there a million years should have a forty thousand dollar budget to decorate their office no i don't i mean how many i don't agree with anyone anyone in there right now if you haven't done something by now it's been four years at least come on you should get out but you know what we do right now how many people are concentrating we've already decided who we want we're going to vote for for the main guy how many people are studying who's in their own neighborhoods they aren't and so many people, that's why so many people are trying to put out signs, but nobody cares anymore. Well, now people aren't even putting out signs because yeah. they've pitted each other against True. each other people so much signs. that if you have this sign, not just stealing signs, some people will burn your house down yeah. if you're not for the person that they want you to be for. It's gotten crazy. It's completely nuts. And that's way off feminism. However, a lot of people think that the issue, the whole feminism, I am woman, hear me roar, getting out of the house, that we're the catalyst because we're not stay-at-home moms and taking care of the children and and nurturing you and disciplining you and everything else. About to shock Gail. Do it. I want to see it. I want to be shocked. I do it. I want to see it. I actually am not a feminist. I do not believe in feminism as it goes as right now. As it's defined right now, I do not. You should see our eyes right now. Our I know. eyes are like, what? Why are you on here then? Plot twist. We want the young millennial. <laughs> because 
she's not millennial. I'm a Gen oh, Z. Oh, Gen Z. Gen you Gen are Z. Gen Z. Because yeah. my baby is a Gen Z. He started the first gen. I was the first gen so Gen you're, Xer. You're not a feminist by today's definition. What do you think today's definition is of feminism, by the way? I'd like to hear that. I feel like when it first started, it obviously had good intentions, especially for women, maybe not for men, as they saw it. But I feel like feminism was... For equal opportunities, we just want the same opportunities as men. That's all we're asking for. We see how it is, and that's what we want. Now I feel like feminists are pushing way too far, and like it's just crazy. There's a, the term feminazi now. I feel like people are just taking it too far. So now, hold on, hold on. Do you feel like they want to be superior? And not equal? Yes. Okay. I do agree uh, with that. And also, feminism now, if you wanted to if you want to go back to the original definition of equal opportunities, equal equality, when you talk about feminism, you're excluding non binary and transgender people. So it doesn't matter if you agree with them, but if you want everyone to be equal, you gotta include them. So come up with a dumb term like equal Terryism, I don't know, something that just has everyone for equal opportunity because that's the whole reason. That's the definition of feminism. Let's just change it. Nothing's wrong with change. Well, right. there you go. There you go. Here's the bra. Burn it. Yeah. We yeah. didn't even Don't make wear it. one. Don't even buy them. I'm wearing one right now, though, because it looks better. I actually like the constriction of it, so I'm a weirdo. I just don't like underwires. I'm dark because those bitches are constantly trying to assassinate I mean, me. Gail's got, got a pretty good chest. I wear a bra too, so. I don't have one on now. Is it Where's a chest? Me? I'm just I kicking them me. around as I'm walking across the floor. I'm the acting president of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee. And nice. fuck that. But I'm not wearing one. I know, but there are anything more than a champagne glass is, the, is a waste. I, I have a fluted glass, so stuff as much as I can in there. <laughs> Mine's more like Jumbo Margarita. You'll appreciate this. I saw something today, as a matter of fact, that small boobies are like small Viking axes. <laughs> They're still fun to play with. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I agree. I We did a thing on feminism. We did one. Uh, oh, this is two. This is our second. And the reason that we did, we actually kind of got a little heated just because playing devil's advocate or whatever, it really got us, got us menopausal is what happened. What's sad is, or not sad, definitely I don't agree in superiority. It's just everything in moderation. I don't believe in color superiority. Yeah. I don't believe in any type of race yeah. superiority. I don't believe in females or, well... I do, I honestly. Mean, yeah, you we can are just kind keep of, that to yourself. But so. that's the thing. It's, you know, as we already you know. know. Yeah. <laughs> we already know in our knower, which is why they've tried so hard to keep us down. Exactly. Yeah. So this is why, you know, your place, your place. But as a form of rebellion, for some of us, where our mothers were out working full time and bringing home the bacon and disciplining and all of this, some of us are like, screw that. I want to be a 1950s housewife. Yeah, and, and that's okay. there's a lot of hardcore feminists, though, who think that the lifestyle, you know, the BDSM lifestyle are being submissive to a man by choice. As long as it's consent, you're okay. It's your choice. Consent is the biggest thing. But there are hardcore feminists that say, no, no, we are just buying into the misogynist point of view and the patriarchy. And that's not the definition and of they, feminism. And they even feel that way toward gay uh, marriages that uh, lesbians, where there might be a ultra um, butch. butch yes. um, uh, I want to make sure 
my terminology. You I guys know. change things all the time. I know. I don't and know I'm if cool Butch and I'm is hip. good too. I don't want to. I don't want to offend anybody, and I don't want to do it because I've used the wrong word. I use words like boulder dash. I feel still, like you if know? you don't have a negative connotation behind it, you can say the word. Like, what if I said, "Oh, she's a butch," or I'm like, "Oh, she," you know, like the butch. You know, you know how butches. It's, just, I feel like it just depends on <laughs> their style. The meaning behind it's it. a style, but it's a, a style, lot of people yes. say that they're actually pigeonholing themselves Dang. into the idea of the patriarchy. Oh, I could. I mean, I could see where they're coming from, but I'd be like, that doesn't that doesn't work like that. I want to ask you a question. Okay. You have to take me being your mother out of the equation, though. Growing up, especially during maybe your high school years and stuff, especially with my last relationship that you know my so, current husband and I now okay, have okay. you ever looked at me and thought that either a I was not living up to my potential because I was a stay-at-home mom stay-at-home wife have judged me for that fact and I want you to be honest too it's a you safe know. space you're not gonna get yeah. in any trouble oh no not at all I'm I'm always curious about the reason why I guess if you want me to be honest. I do. I do. I do. And it may hurt your feelings, and I'm sorry, but I don't mean it like this at all. It's going to hurt my feelings. Because I don't know. <laughs> she doesn't have any feelings. Because I was young. <laughs> That's a little secret she know. doesn't want you to know. <laughs> I was no, young. No, she does a lot. And I guess I'm more talking about middle school. But you know what? I'm going to get a little salty, probably. Yeah, I guess I do feel kind of salty that you didn't have a job when um, I guess it could have been more beneficial to have more money in the house but I was too young to have a job and so I just felt like kind of left out because I was very poor freshman and sophomore year I only had like one pair of pants and stuff and then I finally got a job when I was 15 and I could buy things and I understand it was hard to get a job and to keep a job and you were probably going through things too I don't know because I was going through my own stuff but now I feel like my sister who's gone through high school and She's been given everything. And I feel very salty because she was able to have... But I wasn't working when your sister was in high school either. I know, but it just felt like it got better because Danny got a better job. I mean, that changed. I started paying for things that you didn't have to pay for anymore so you could give it to Cagney. No, no. You're valid. What you're saying is valid. Yeah. It also happens to be a birth order thing. True. I do understand that as I have, well. I have a... Okay, there were nine total, but from a blended family. So growing up, though, I had a brother five years older than me. And things changed. Jobs changed. Positions changed. Money changed. My brother didn't even get a class ring until I got a class ring. All right? They couldn't afford one for him. Yeah. He didn't even get his senior pictures taken because they couldn't afford it for him. So there's a lot of resentfulness... I'm sure, on his part, at the things that they got to do. Okay, when... Not really material things. I'm talking about, like, discipline-wise. Like, I I still live at the house, and I don't see the same discipline as I... My sister didn't get the same discipline that I got when I was in high school, so I'm like, why is that different then? Did she need it? Yes, she needed it way more than I did. 
Well, you do know, do you do realize that once you have more than one child, okay, your first child, I know, you but carry I'm around, my dad's first child, you carry around on a pillow, and then, <laughs> and you, and you, you know, like everything is great, everything has to be sterilized, all of this kind of I'm stuff. Her second though, by the time, listen, Third. my second, who has cerebral palsy and stuff, I might like pick up a pacifier and suck it myself to clean it off you and Charlie. stick it in his mouth. You know, I mean, it's like at that time you figure out oh the germs aren't going to be what kills you hello 2020 but anyway oh yeah after raising four kids your first one yes absolutely it's pretty much you're chasing them with a washcloth trying to clean them off your fourth one you're letting them play with fire i mean no literally if they're crying with each child what to do and what not to do and every child is different and i'm sorry i'm sorry that we didn't have that we had a different different set of rules for your younger sister she just doesn't appreciate you. it i guess that's what makes you mad right yes, there you, that's what makes me you mad. that's what makes her mad. have a very grateful heart and yeah. and that's the thing but you can't make i can't make i know i can't you can't make, make her see your perspective either she's she probably looks at you like oh you're just perfect me 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 she does oh my mm-hmm. gosh gail how'd you know because <laughs> i'm an older sister i have a younger <laughs> sister I'm- dang and on that how kaboom we have talked about so much today i'm gonna let you have the final word if you could give a piece of advice to your fellow gen z's ladies out there who might be struggling okay. with self-worth, oh, I was just self-esteem. What advice do you have for them? Ladies, I've gone through my own trials of self-esteem issues. I felt ugly before. I felt mistreated before by men. I am attracted to males, so I'll just talk about men. And um, it's not worth it. It's really not because somebody else is going to like you and you're so much better than a fucking dude. I mean, come on. You could get a dildo. It'd be the same fucking thing, honestly. And so I'm just saying that don't let other girls down too because everybody is worth something. And so you're better than you're better than some fucking dude. (laughs) Just be yourself, I guess. So what she just said there in a nutshell, I'm going to act like a newscaster today. Let me tell you what she really said. Hose before bros. Tell me because I didn't understand. Somebody has to explain it to me, even though I just listened to her. Exactly. Oh my gosh. We've thrown so much at you. And if you're still listening, thank you. Definitely, thank you. This was a long one. Thank you. I'm sorry. It won't be. We're going to edit a lot. Questions. We would love to hear from you. Yes, please email us at gabbingirltime at gmail.com. Gabbingaletime on Instagram. Bruce Tonsils on Instagram. And Gabbing Time on Twitter. <laughs> oh, we have a Facebook page too. Oh, we do. That's Gabbing Girl Time. Do Gabin we have it? Time. Does it have messages? Yeah, yeah message us. Yeah, message us. I haven't checked them, so I don't know if you have or not, but please do. And if you have a question for Ken's, Yes. Please send them that way, too. We'll get them to her. We definitely will. Yeah. We know where she lives. I don't have social media anymore. I got rid of it. See? So, oh, a step. Ugh, a step from that. Like, center away yourself. Be, yeah. be centered, you know? And guess what? You have more power than just your body. Ladies, please lift each other up. Please. We said this last time in the last feminism, and I'll, I'm going to keep on saying please it. Please do it. You are Quit worthy. With the backstabbing bullshit. Yeah, Please, we have absolutely nothing to gain there. 
Lift each other up. Love each other. Girls. And thank you for listening to Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time. Thank you, Gil.